Welcome to Big Natural Talents. When I say big, you say natural. Big. Natural. Big. Natural. When I say natural, you say talents. Natural. Talents. <laughs> talents. That is the result of Lauren saying, hey, Chet, you want to start this one? Mm. And I thought, let's reinvent the wheel. Let's, let's start this with a bang. I <laughs> hope and I wonder if there was one listener who no hesitation first time when you said when i say big you say talents and then they said i'm I'm not saying maybe you joined in on the second or third time with a bit of a cheeky laugh i'm saying that you straight face said natural (laughs) straight away yeah i hope you're we have fans out there who like when we say jump they say how high and they've jumped Mm -hmm. and they they've said they've jumped and they're saying but how high i'll do it again better yeah they're saying off which bridge let's do it meet you there bye slut you know what i've just done that has made me feel better tenfold and it took me literally maybe three to five minutes Uh, eating pissing drinking drinking water drinking water washing this water washing your water yeah i went in with a q-tip first get the initial debris then i went in with a alcohol wipe with a q-tip in the mouthpiece then i found my trusty cleaner for straws and put detergent and went fucking fucked the shit out of it and then went in with detergent and then washed the inside under the lip like scrubbing everywhere and then the piece de resistance boiling water water mm, all over it disinfected god it feels good and i i've maybe this is the first time i've done it in months yeah yeah i do it mine with the straw cleaner the little mouthpiece because it does it gets like yeah. visibly you can see like it's like visibly got your like mouth crust yeah. on it and it's crust. gross i know and also just one more thing in terms of purchases slut i bought the new frank green lid that has the button and a new piece because you can see mine is thoroughly broken mm. and i don't think i've been more excited for anything in my entire freaking wait, life wait is this like a new lid or is this just like the traditional frank green which no, is like a button lid. and you sip no new lid they like listen to the girlies all the feedback of how to open this mouthpiece you need to touch it with your disgusting fingers so now it's like this the bottle lid, but there's just a button, so Whoa. you don't have to flick it up all the time. Yeah. Oh, I'm seeing this. This is exciting. Yeah, this it's is new. Quite game changing. You all. That's all you want from companies is that they hear the feedback and then, especially overwhelming feedback where they're like, guys, we love this product so much, but there's one major downside uh-huh. to it, and they've listened and they've responded, and it really makes a beautiful relationship between company and consumer. <laughs> One of the few times we can celebrate that. And this isn't even an ad. Can we say that? (laughs) Can we say it's the exact opposite, that we're not being paid for this, that we're in fact throwing hundreds of dollars at this company that humbly makes water bottles? (laughs) Can I... We should beep it. We'll just beep it. No, I mean, everyone will know. No, what instead we'll do, I'll do a balanced um, opinion (laughs) on the Frank Green products, is that long before the water bottle, I actually had the Frank Green coffee cup which yeah. is aesthetic, but I think it's ter- It's like one design awards. I think it has terrible design because the lid is like full of like tiny crevasses and 
components and like the click and the pop and if you get a cappuccino foam in there like it's impossible to clean without dismantling the full lid which contains like a spring mechanism which if you take (laughs) that apart and you want to put it back together again good luck good luck (laughs) good luck having that button ever pop back up the same again because you can't um so that's the balance that's god that was really good you think frank green all the like huge execs the head on shows are listening to the first bit they're laughing <laughs> yeah. at us they're like these stupid bitches they've just given us free advertising and then they go and then they're like <laughs> pull off they just scramble like that looney tunes are like and they like run to like call the lawyers and like get a fucking hitman on the first the first part their tongue is rolled like a red carpet out of their mouth and their eyes are like bully, bully, and their fingers are on the button that says send free products send free and they're about to press it and then i said that and then they went Ugh! like tim allen in home improvement and the tongue rolled back up and went right back down their throat and then they were they vomited from it <laughs> like that movie the exorcist projectile and the head spins spins around (laughs) and everyone their assistants going mr green are you okay mr green please and on the news later that night it'll be like frank green has been admitted to hospital following what can only be described as a possession (laughs) ah that's awesome Oh, we're on fire. Okay, let me lead today with my little thoughts, honey bun, Please. and see what you think. Yeah. Firstly, you've got a little notebook as well. You're holding a little book. <laughs> Firstly. Yeah, this is another this is another thing that this is a product that Ben uses um, exclusively for stand-up, but I have decided to, because he has like 100 of them, mm-hmm. I've decided to take it. And I think this will be game-changing for me because I have 100 million notebooks. They're all too big. Yeah. Blah, they're all too overwhelming. They don't fit in the bag. This, I think, is changing. So far, we have in what I've eaten today, Sunday, my to-do list, things I have to buy. Little black book. Your little black book. Little- <laughs> That's really – okay, this is a bit. You found – you could do this on stage. You could pull that out. So I found my boyfriend's little black book, and then it all just says in it, Oingo, Boingo, Icarumba, <laughs> like just stupid things. Wait, sorry, is a little black book like people you fuck? I think so. That's I think so that's embarrassing. kind of the thing. Well, that's actually so embarrassing, but also not really because the other day I like had this like book that my mom bought me, which is like this journal book. And it was like, talk about your past, but it's like really general. And then I just started writing down all the men I've been in love with. Of course. That's like I. <laughs> which essentially means I've fucked, you know, so it is a little black book. List. I've been thinking about that as well, because like I read back through any diary. And I remember I was like reading a diary where like I literally had so much going on professionally. Like it was like the <laughs> beginning of my career. It was like when I first like. Mm signed with management and was talking to these and had all these crazy opportunities going on this years ago um and then like the whole thing is just talking about boys and it's like oh no i don't know and i met alex this is what i met alex and then it's like (laughs) one line underneath it's like btw did a comedy gala to a thousand people oh boring boys Boys will forever matter more forever. to ladies like us. Girls only want one thing, and it's disgusting. <laughs> it's men, and it's <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, okay, so that's in my little black book. One thing is this: so we've talked about like obviously 
forever uh, um, up and down mental health. But anyways, as I told you, I'm literally rock bottom vibes, mm. just exhausted, just burnt out, not feeling great, tending to go quite negative. Um, so then, you know, with that tiredness, you're at home and you need something to watch. And so I just Tell thought something it. really sweet was the thing that I I went back home in terms of like where was my heart leading me and I watched Charlie's Angels, oh, the film. The film. And fuck me dead, Lauren so Bonner. Good. Does that fucking shit hold up? It literally sparked feminism in me. It made me love being a woman. It made me want to be smart and powerful and bash baddies. And it also made me appreciate the differences of women of like, a redhead is beautiful and a, and a brown hair is beautiful and a blonde hair is beautiful. <laughs> and then- <laughs> to love what you've got <laughs> sorry what year was charlie's angels one as well can we just <laughs> it's so funny to be like 20 years on this girl having this revelation to be like and it just made me realize you can get like a redhead girl she's beautiful and an asian woman she's beautiful and Cameron Diaz, a tall blonde white lady. She's also, they're all beautiful and they are all friends and they bring something different to the table. Everyone's beautiful. Everyone's beautiful, okay? Everyone is beautiful and equal to Charlie. Yeah. And they each have their own individual skills, okay? And I just think that's so beautiful and they work together and they're friends and the soundtrack's awesome the costume's awesome the cast is awesome (laughs) the stunts are awesome like oh my god they didn't need to remake it I honestly want to get a gun and put it to Elizabeth Banks head and say don't go back in time and fucking don't Don't do do this I never saw the new one what was the me neither but it's a travesty because they tried to make it that's like the Marvel effect on things they try to make it serious they try to have like oh it's real action and there's a computer is the enemy or something I don't (laughs) care do a costume do a silly mustache when Cameron Diaz dresses up as the like mechanic or something so fun so fucking good it's camp it's so funny mm. and that's kicking your ass that's Drew Barrymore when she like moon walks out of there after she like whatever my favorite movie quotable line is and no one ever knows what I'm talking about but hopefully this may inspire someone to go back and watch it's I think it's in the second one not in the first one Charlie's Angels Full Throttle it's this line and Lauren see if you know mm-hmm. okay no context just gonna say it on the DeSoto case we know <laughs> no I don't know and I, I have looked up and down the internet for that like clip but it's not even significant enough that it has its own YouTube it's clip. not a meme it's not memeable you've got to clip it you've got to put it on you've got to make a YouTube channel we've oh my god honestly got a I one. we could put it on there yeah I think you're absolutely right that there is a gaping hole mm. And um, that's what I need to do. That's amazing. I love the bit. So that's just. I love it when Drew Barrymore falls out of the window and she lands in like the backyard of those teenage boys and then she has to wear their clothes. 
It's so totally it's fun. It's fun. Put Drew in a big silly t-shirt and long shorts. It's so good. It's- and I think it's funny because the boys had just been talking about the boys that she like is at the house of and they're playing video games. They're talking about how like whether they've seen tits or not. And then like this beautiful naked woman. It's so great. That's kind of Anyways. like, I feel like that was a trope in like 90s, crept a little bit into the early 2000s of TV, which you kind of couldn't do anymore, which is an adult woman exposing herself to a male, like a child, their children, like a 13 or 12 year old boy. Yeah. But it's kind of heartwarming and mm. exciting like because you know what i mean like you can't it's yeah, like it's covered but the but the subtext is that yeah. like oh a thin piece of plastic is 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 protecting yeah. these boys eyes it's exciting blah, blah, blah. you know it's not stranger danger it's not grooming it's nothing it's good old-fashioned <laughs> fun growing up it's good old-fashioned yeah. growing up and um, the wonders of the female body, yeah. the female form. The female form. That's nice. That's beautiful. I should watch so, that. You should. It honestly would be like a great girlies movie to watch. Mm. Sleepover. Sleepover club. Okay, so I've got so many things that I need to get on top of for my body. Mm. If I'm being frank. Me too. From top to toe. Little like creams and like processes and daily things that I have to do a.m. p.m. that I have decided this is how my brain has to process it I have googled are you ready I googled woman body outline <laughs> I'm gonna print that and then like a use seven science <laughs> assessment mm-hmm. I'm going to like circle the part and draw an arrow and write the thing I need to do mm. So I have like a visual mini me to be like, oh, these are the, the areas I have to hit every single day and then like make a little schedule for right. it. But that yeah. is what I've come to. I'm on my knees <laughs> being like, this is how I'm going to get through this because like it's it, I, my brain feels like, you know, the scene in Harry Potter when like the Dursleys have been trying to stop all the letters from Hogwarts and then eventually <laughs> all the owls come and all the letters fly through and Harry's trying to like pick it up. Mm-hmm. That's what my brain yeah. is like every single day. It's like trying to piece things together and pull. Oh, I remember that. The, uh, yeah. Uh, and I need like an ordered. But all of the letters, letters just say like, moisturize your elbows, pluck your eyebrow. You have a hair on your nipple. Like it's it's all the things. Yeah, that's how, that's yeah. every day. All that inane, inane shit. I'm kind of there as well, but like it's because I haven't been working for ages and I need to start working probably to get some money coming in. It's, it's only going out and that's the problem. Um, but I feel like I like get to the end of the day and it's like 11:30 p.m. and then I'll like look at Instagram and I'll see like just someone is like you know just like posted a reel or something of doing something and that's like what I feel like I have to be doing all the time like as a yeah comedian or something but it's like it's really hard I'm on rock I'm yeah. rock bottom I'm just like surviving I'm trying to do anything and then I'll mm. be like it's like 11:30 and I'm like oh shit shit oh, fuck I forgot I like forgot to do like I forgot to like write a award-winning television series <laughs> I'm like tomorrow I have to do it tomorrow I have to like create content or something but I almost feel like I literally like forget all of the things I have to do and then I remember them all at once except yes. then they're all there at once and the only thing I can do is like die 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, oh, thanks. I could have used these five thoughts spaced out throughout the fucking day right? when I said there was nothing to do. Not all five at night when I desperately need to go to sleep yeah. so, because, like, exhaustion is a killer. Okay. I'm, like, walking and around, like, picking up things around my house and trying to tidy and clean and, like, doing this and that and uh, going for a walk. And then I'm, like, it's three o'clock. Where'd the day go? This, that, what? And then I got to go to bed and then I'm, like, shit. I have <laughs> so many things that I'm meant to be doing. I know and it's then you're like oh we wonder why women not women anyone but like I'm just thinking of like housewives like 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 from that show housewives for like why they take a Tylenol to go to bed yes. like life's hard fucking zap me oh, out I need like, <laughs> yeah now I get, I get it. it you just want to dull the pain stop the noise stop the chatter mm. you can do that or you can go to the headspace app and try your luck good luck you on know? the app I know my doctor asked me if I was like using the app or something she was like do you the, do the mind technique website and I'm like what I just because I always go to the doctor and I'm like got the app. I'm like the McDonald's yeah, I got the my Macca's app babe oh my god <laughs> I, we literally just stopped talking about the my Macca's app on board, but I literally had a fight with Alex last night because of the my Macca's app <laughs> because this is my gripe with the my Macca's app okay <laughs> we have to bring it up every episode when you're driving into the drive-thru, it's like I'm driving my car and yet I have to open the MyMeccas app, find the discount, add it to my code. I'm like going to crash my car one day because of the MyMeccas <laughs> app. And I was pulling into the drive-thru last night and I was like opening up the app and I was trying to find the discount and I stopped the car in the middle of the McDonald's parking lot and all these cars were driving around me and Alex was like, don't worry about it, just go. And I yelled at him. I said, but I want the discount. <laughs> oh, anyway. Oh, that's awesome. It's not funny. That is such an awesome, funny, like yeah. absolute, like of course you would find about that. Of course you need a discount. You have the app. You are so invested. It would be yeah. such a travesty. I also believe that, no, you should not have all the labor. That is not fair. It shouldn't all be on me. I really <laughs> I really do think that. And I think a bit more support from Alex is necessary. Thank you. And can I, he should learn how to say, use the app for that moment. Absolutely. <laughs> and he should do it in his own time. It should not be on you to educate him. <laughs> that burden is so heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Ladies, it is not your responsibility to handhold your man through his weaponized incompetence in using the MyMakers app. Well, I'm driving the car. I'm choosing what to eat. I'm finding the discount on the MyMakers app. I'm applying the discount to my code. Are you kidding? Women's work is never over. Also, dude, like Tim Shepard, he's the newsreader at Triple J, and he's like, everyone loves him. He's a heartthrob. And like, he's told me multiple stories where he's like, he's always referenced that he's like, I live next to a Macca's. Like, I'm always hearing people fight at like 3 a.m. at the, the drive through. Like, people go crazy. He's got these stories. And I always remember being like, that is so funny. Like, to live, like, I honestly get so excited when I know people who like, my cousin, he works at Macca's. I'm like, oh my God, how's Macca's? Like my sister, she worked at Macca's. I feel so excited to know that like someone in my family is like served this place. And so then hearing someone who lives this close is like its own experience. Anyways, then he's leaving to go on holidays for six weeks to Canada. So we all went over to his house. 
And Lauren, it hit me. I had forgotten that he lived there. And it hit me so hard when I'm like, God, you're my next Mac. I was like, holy shit. Like, and then look, as we were going in, there was this beautiful sunset. Wow, That's his view. Beautiful. Over the golden arches. A golden sunset over the golden arches. And it just was so fun. You had a perfect view into the drive-thru. That's amazing. Can I say three words? Location, location, location. That's what it is. This is a big one. I saw a TikTok. Um, I love that. It's like, this is a big one. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> but I saw a TikTok of like, just some people finding like, it's, you see people on TikTok all the time finding cool furniture, like on the side of the road in New York City. You know, these people <laughs> yeah. found this cool, big antique mirror and they took it back to their house and it was really cool. Okay. They found a mirror on the street and they took it. Are there any alarm bells ringing for you at this action? Because for me, there wasn't. Is anything jumping up for you? About taking a mirror? mirror Specifically, they took a mirror. No, no. No, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I saw the comments on this and a lot of the comments were like, "Uh uh-huh, wouldn't be me taking a mirror. Classic behavior. Like, would never take a mirror from the street. And like emojis of like side eye emojis. All of this stuff being like, I would never take a mirror. And so then I was like, what? And I like kept reading because this is what also always happens on the internet is there's like a thousand comments implying that everyone is in on some secret that they all know about and they won't. And, and I'm like, why? Why can't you yeah. take a You gotta wait for some stupid person to ask and then someone will finally tell them. And it's because apparently like mirrors are mm. a highly haunted item. I was going to say that. My brain went to one place. I mean, perhaps mm-hmm. it's because I know you long enough that you'd only bring me things that are of relevance <laughs> and interest to me. But I was like, surely this means someone's going to say it's haunted. But can I say I didn't really know that? Yeah. That. I didn't really think about it that much. But now I'm worrying about all the mirrors in my house. Um, oh. Uh, because even if it's not an old mirror that is like unknown origins and haunted, like, what do you mean? Like, of course, my mirror from Kmart that was probably made in terrible working conditions. Maybe that has bad energy. Think about it. Yeah, but babe, wouldn't everything? Everything that's made does, from but mirrors. Everything anyway. But like more specifically, mirrors. But like, don't extrapolate to like, oh, the work. I'm like, then everything in your house is fucked. <laughs> Like everything is gone. Everything like I'm wearing, wanna... everything I'm living in, the whole house, everything is fucked. Torture, torture. It's all fucked. Burn it down. So anyway, but mirrors is interesting. So where do, do we find an update from the TikTok or like any interesting comments? Well, nothing crazy happened, but then I did some research. So I've got um, some fun like mirror haunting superstitions <gasps> and then i've got the case like one case from london in 2013 of some people who had a haunted mirror so i thought we could go through this and firstly i mean what was quite exciting because i did a you know just a very cursory google search on like haunted mirror superstitions stories mm. and one of the most succinct sources i found was actually um a website for a company that sells two-way mirrors and they're called it's just twowaymirrors.com and they have the craziest this is what i love to find is just a website for something that should be normal but they're crazy if you go to their mm-hmm. homepage, maybe i'll post a few of their stock images that they've got on the front on the insta it's very funny just some great gear really here they've got as well as like they're selling mirrors and like information about what they sell and mirror film they also have like these like fun little articles so they like had this article 
about mirror superstitions and they also <laughs> included it and it was like in the description for the glass two-way mirror they say like what's a two-way mirror so a two-way mirror also known as a one-way mirror it's not helpful is reflective from one side and transparent from the other so they're ideal for observation privacy infinity mirrors optical illusions um so it's like blah 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 pricing ordering request a quote but then they've also got like links to youtube videos of like a two-way mirror prank and then it's like applications it's like how can you use a two-way mirror and it's like education architecture home privacy doomsday bunker pranks (laughs) and then in brackets on friends um and then that's also like a hyperlink so then they have another whole page on this two-way mirror (laughs) website about doomsday bunkers and no it's just very it's just interesting i'm just thinking about the guy that runs this company who's writing this stuff that's like what is a bunker bunkers are used and created for global or national outbreak they can be found above ground or anywhere you see fit (laughs) what the i still don't get what it is sorry what is it what do you mean what a two-way mirror is or a two-way mirror is it like it looks like a mirror on both sides but you can see through it no so it's like um picture like a police lineup oh yeah yeah it's like that it's like a mirror that it looks like a mirror but you can see through it and then they also have he also has a um a page which is a guide on different two-way mirror pranks that you can do oh that's exciting and he's (laughs) also given them ratings so the ghosty kind of one is a 10 out of 10 a classic pranks but anyway check this out if you want guys um twowaymirrors.com bit of info there for you I mean, this will have to be an aside, but like, you know how like for my birthday we talked about what to do. We what we got to learn. What about the ghost tour? Mm. I'm no, we're already doing dinner, but like at some point I'm desperate to do a ghost tour. We have. Also, to I want to see this this horror movie called Talk to Me. Maybe we could see that together. It's oh, meant to be yeah. amazing. Yeah, we should see that. It's, it's got some Australians in it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's Australian. It's meant to be amazing, and also. I'm not that many friends of mine um want to see horror well so. i'm also scared of horror but i will see it because it'll be fun yeah like with a friend it'll be fun yeah with the protection of the girlies but anyway so here's some this is some origins of where the mirror yep. superstitions come from so okay and yeah the source is twowaymirrors.com so we know it's a reliable and academic source <laughs> Um, One of the better known mirror superstitions is if a loved one dies in their home, you need to cover the mirrors. And people think this is important because if you don't, their soul could wander around and get trapped inside the mirror. And there's multiple variations on this superstition from all around the world. And fun fact, they even covered the mirrors in the White House when Abraham Lincoln died. No! Kooky! Presidential! This is a presidential myth! (laughs) and there's also different superstitions about covering the mirrors in a home to protect the living and the dead so it's believed that demons are attracted to homes where tragedy has recently (gasps) struck like a bad magnet so they think that demons could come and enter through the mirrors like a portal and this is kind of spooky so there's a belief in chinese culture that if you carry a corpse past a mirror that they will become a ghost so and then he's got opinions in here, the way he's written it. Sorry, it's kind of weird. <laughs> and then, he, then two-way mirrors guy says, this doesn't sound too bad until you think about the fact that they'd never be at peace, haunting you forever. That's so funny. And finally, 
German and Dutch cultures had a more eerie belief. Apparently, if you saw your reflection right after a loved one had passed, this was an omen that you were the next to pass. So I guess it's like, don't look in the mirror after someone dies. But like, for how long? How long can you not look in the mirror? You know, the real reason should be you don't look in the mirror because of what happened to Narcissus. Don't be vain. Mm. <laughs> Just get rid of mirrors for that reason alone <laughs> and you'll be much happier. Much happier. Just look at the printed out diagram of the human <laughs> body that you have annotated <laughs> with all the things. With all your ailments. <laughs> what are some of the things that you're going to put on that? You're like washing no, hair. It's embarrassing. Okay, it's fine. No, it's not that stuff. It's like medical. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like brush your teeth, queen. It's not. One of them is for this vocal stuff. I have all this like, I don't know, like, it's always wet in my the back of my throat. Mm. It's bad for your throat. So I have to put this spray day in and day out, like morning and night. So that's one. That's one for the mouth, you know? Too much spray. Too much that's already. just one of the things you got to do to keep that mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. What have you got left? Are we into gossip? What is, what, where are we next? I've got a ghost this is still a mirror ghost story but this is a story that happened in 2013 in london there were two housemates the guy's name is satyrus chalambus so oh my god he was born to be haunted yeah and his roommate (laughs) joseph birch a bit less haunting uh they found a mirror in the dumpster outside of their house and it appeared to look nice so they took it inside And they first started having all of these issues as soon as they brought the mirror inside. So Satyrus used to wake up in the middle of the night with pains shooting all through his body. And Joseph became extremely depressed and lethargic, which was very out of character. Apparently he was, it was like, if one of us became extremely depressed and lethargic, people would be like, yeah, that's normal. (laughs) No, no one think twice. But for Joseph, very out of character. Um, and so it was just like little things like that. But then Satyrus mm-hmm. painted the frame of the mirror. So he painted it silver and then everything kind of like ramped <gasps> up. Like he, Joseph <gasps> also started waking up in the middle of the night with stabbing pains all through his body. No. Things in their flat started to go missing. I read somewhere else that like they went to the bathroom one day and like everything was on the floor, um, <gasps> stuff like that. And they started seeing things moving in the mirror, like shadows and scary stuff like that. And then they decided to get rid of it. And so they sold the mirror on eBay, saying that it was haunted, um, I think for about $150. So it's a pretty good deal. And they got rid of it <laughs> and all of the pain went away. No! And I haven't heard about whoever bought the mirror. So maybe, who knows? Why would they buy it? Maybe it was that husband and wife thing that the movie's about with Annabelle. Mm. Who, like buy haunted things. Maybe. But yeah, that's that. Okay, maybe we should head towards gossip and round out the air. Yeah, I mean, the only... So I've got one major piece of gossip for everyone. Great. Um, and it is about a girlie in history. So I thought you'd like this. So Yay! you were talking about you were a big fan of um, Mr. Bernie Madoff. Not a big fan, but oh, you watched a yeah. doctor. 
I mean, I was a big fan of learning about it, but don't endorse the man and what he did. Of course. It's good. We would like to make that clear here at the pod. <laughs> we do not endorse the actions of anyone. Don't else. get it twisted, okay? Yeah. But anyway, James wrote in and said that Bernie Madoff ran a Ponzi scheme. Yes, um, but this reminded me that the most famous Ponzi scheme was run by an 1880s girl boss. Her name was Sarah Howe. So this is actually, I think he said it's probably one of the first Ponzi schemes <gasps> run by this girl, Sarah Howe. Because surely the first one is Mr. Ponzi. But then you're saying like no, a girl no. comes along and does it. I think it. the girl he did it first. So he said it was named after Charles Ponzi, um, but he wasn't the first one to run this kind of scam. It was really oh, the first major one was run by this, this girly Sarah Howe. Anyway, so she's got a great little life story here that I'll read to you. So she operated several Ponzi schemes. She kept coming back for more. The most famous one, and I think you'll love the most about this story, is the name of her Ponzi schemes. So this most famous one is called the Ladies Deposit Company of Boston. Wow, that's so classy. The Ladies Deposit Company. Um, So she was, like, arrested and went to jail for three years. Um, But then when she was released, she just, like, kept setting up similar frauds. Um, And also, a fun fact, when she wasn't doing frauds, she also worked as a fortune teller. Oh, my God. She's one of the girlies. Yeah. So basically how it worked is so she opened the Ladies Deposit Company in 1879, and she said it was a savings bank that accepted deposits only from unmarried women slay so she told them that she worked with like a quaker charity that wanted to help women of modest means and she promised a very high interest rate um but that was obviously not the case and it's so funny that i'm being like yes queen. I know. Like, oh, wait, this is all fake <laughs> and she also <laughs> just preyed on women like that's kind of it would it would be if okay so because it's a ladies deposit scheme and she's like this girl was doing a ponzi scheme and but she's getting other women's money yeah that's why there's no, no movie that's for this not girl boss if she was yeah, getting it's just men's like money tragic yeah if it would be like yes it would be like it'd a, be the hustlers movie yes it would be a mini series on hbo a one season special where like yeah it's uh it would be she's fun. going she's going for vulnerable people yeah and that in those days definitely was women so yeah she even this is crazy really she did not advertise the bank but was able to attract five hundred thousand dollars so in today's money that's equivalent to like over 15 million dollars christ in deposits from about 1200 women in cities as far away as chicago and washington just by relying on referrals from other depositors so by the 1880, the Boston Daily Advertiser, the newspaper started publishing articles that it was a swindle and she was charged and went to jail eventually. Um, but then she was released after only three years and she set up another fraudulent bank called the Women's Bank. Oh, my God, no. And yeah, she didn't get as much money, but like she was still exposed and then she fled Boston before she could be indicted. Um, and then she tried to set up other similar schemes, like one in Chicago under the name Ladies Provident Aid. Um, but eventually she returned to Boston, was arrested, but she was then released because the victims were unwilling to participate in her prosecution. The ladies of the bank did not want to, Ooh. I guess, rat on her. And so then she was free That's and she um, just returned to fortune telling until her death in 1892. 
Wow. Wild. What a lady. That What a lady. It's so funny because I that she kept getting out and could keep doing it. Like, would she wear wigs? Like, would she change her name? Like, how could she do that? Yeah, I wonder how much of it is, like, kind of, maybe it's, like, sexism kind of in a way. Like, were, like, ladies doing white-collar crimes? Mm. Was it just a bit, like... No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, run along, lady. Lady. You wouldn't know how to do that. You wouldn't know how to keep a penny in your pocket, darling. She like, made a yeah. lady's bag. And I guess as well, if her victims were unmarried women then no men maybe didn't care as much about it so maybe oh totally Mm. oh totally well god thanks for throwing it back with some historical gossip you know i love to hear it because it's gossip but we're learning we're learning we're learning about gossip and i think that's about it well that's another red hot app from the girlies where we learn a brunette a redhead Mm -hmm. and a blonde walk into a bar and become Charlie's Angels. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think that's it. I don't think we have anything to promote. That's it. We're speechless. That's it. We've said it all. That's it. Follow us on Instagram or whatever. Or don't. don't. (laughs) You do you. (laughs) You do you, queen. (laughs) But just don't. Don't tell us if you don't. We don't want to know. Bye. (laughs) Bye.